Welcome to the So You Want to Talk About Leadership podcast, where we redefine leadership. Leadership isn't just what you do, it's who you are, how you make people feel, and how you show up in the world. Stay tuned for a different perspective on leadership to learn, grow, and expand as a person and leader. If you're not afraid to lead by example or live in excellence, this show is for you. If this is not you, Come on back when you're ready. We'd be glad to have you. Now, here's your host, the serial leader himself, Tony Miller Jr. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode of So You Want to Talk About Leadership, where I'm your host, Tony Miller Jr. Yes, this week we're going to be diving into the third level of leadership, which is actually the inspirational level of leadership. And so we're going to talk about the importance of developing relationships, being able to maintain or keep the morale high, learn what your members want, and really developing other leaders. See, you have to be an exceptional leader to start at level three on your leadership journey, because I talked to you a couple weeks ago about how, you know, you can start on level one, which is the level of influence. Or last week I said, you can, some leaders even start on level two, which is that intelligent leader. But there are some exceptional leaders. There are some people that are just so gifted that, you know, level one, level two, it's good. It's great. But they're able to actually start at level three. See at the inspirational level, this third level of leadership, that's where leadership can begin to get a little challenging for those that aren't ready to take on what this level entails. See, this is actually my favorite level of leadership, especially since most leaders, they can't get all the way to level five. See, this is an excellent level because it's all about other people. You are developing more in-depth relationships with members of your group, your organization, your team, your committee. This is where the focus on you takes an even bigger backseat, really to the needs of others. Because see, sometimes, It's about exposing those that are following you or those that you're leading, exposing them to different traits or characteristics about themselves that they're not that they're not aware that they even possess. And see, even though the inspirational level is my favorite level, there is one significant challenge. And and that significant challenge is what I talked about earlier, which really comes after the developing the relationships. It's maintaining that morale or keeping that morale high. You have probably been leading for a while once you get to this level. And so a new challenge that you will face is keeping everybody happy, keeping everybody engaged, and even, you know, not even keeping people happy, but keeping them content. And this is hard to do because people are just so different. And as the leader, it is your responsibility to learn what makes your people tick. So how and what keeps people motivated and bought into the vision that you said a while ago. And see, that's where the importance of developing those relationships, which gives you the ability to inspire them and gives you the knowledge to know what makes them tick. That's why it's so important to develop those relationships. And if we go back to season one, where I talked about communication being key, but care being king, that's when you're able to show those that are following you that you care about them. That's where some of those relationships are able to be cultivated. When you're able to communicate with them properly and make the vision plain, that's when those relationships helps you when that morale may not be as high or when the organization is going through some lows. You're going to need some some credit 
from in the past to show them that you're that you're able to pull them through. And so so again, trying to keep people motivated, that's a skill that many leaders, they just don't possess. But those who do have it, I mean, they're very fortunate. But see, here's the thing for those leaders who don't necessarily have that skill. There is something else that you can do. You sometimes may have to rely on other members in your leadership circle to take care of this part. So you may you may develop a skill, but those who don't, they have to find different ways to keep their members motivated. See, the morale of individuals, it impacts the, the morale of the entire organization, of the entire company. And so depending on who is not happy, that can play a critical role in who is affected by that one person's unhappiness. So it's really in your best interest to keep those people close, to know what really makes them tick, given the influence that they may have or the impact that they may have on others in the organization. Because if you, if, if you don't know how to motivate others, then you need to make sure that you give it your best effort in motivating these people so their attitude does not have a negative domino effect within the organization because then it makes your job as leader much harder. And so as I'm trying to help you with keeping people motivated, um, one way to keep people motivated is to give them opportunities to lead. And, and the reason I say that is because it sends multiple positive messages to them. First, what it says to them, it shows that you trust them to lead. Secondly, it shows that you believe in their skills and their talents. And lastly, what I think is really most important is that it shows that you see potential in them and you have been watching them all this time or however long they've been within the organization or however long it took you to actually notice that they have certain skills and certain talents that be able that is really an asset to the company, the organization or the committee. See, when you allow someone to lead without them asking for the opportunity to lead. In my opinion, you automatically gain credibility with that person. See, as humans, we we just want to be noticed and recognized for the little things. And, and given the opportunity to complete a more significant task, even if we do not wish to receive the credit publicly or at all, it's going to help you with them. And really, by allowing someone to lead, you are investing in them and giving them a vote of confidence. And it also comes down to paying it forward, because when you really think about it, you are likely given an opportunity by someone who saw your potential. And the only way really to pay that person back is to pay it forward. So that layer of positivity continues to be spread. See, last week I, I made a simple post on LinkedIn and I talked about how leadership is not a handout, but leadership is actually an opportunity. And so when we give the opportunity to lead, no matter how we get that opportunity, we're motivated to make the best of that opportunity, to make the most of that opportunity so we can so we can get our shine on. And so the next thing you want to really look at and really focus on is learning what your members want. And there is one simple thing that you can do to do this. Ask them what they want. And you can even ask them what they need from you. And I don't think a lot of leaders when they, if they do ask, I don't know if it's a sincere ask. I think it's like, hey, I should be asking. Hey, we should be surveying. Let's just see. But a lot of leaders, they don't actually ask with the intent of truly knowing. And then whatever it is that they learn from asking what their members want or asking what they need, 
they don't they don't really want to actually implement it. They don't really listen. And so if you ask them what they want and ask them what they need, I guarantee you it'll be a lot easier to motivate them. It'll be a lot easier to inspire them down the road because they they really appreciate you listening to them. And, and so going back to those opportunities, see, extending opportunities, it leads directly into this last part of this inspirational level of leadership, which is development. See, it is your job as the leader to identify those who also want to lead. Now, yes, I told you to give people opportunities to lead, even if they don't ask. But it's also your job as leader to be able to identify those who may have a little bit of hunger to be able to step up to the plate and take on a bigger challenge. See, oftentimes leaders, they are afraid of people and members of their organization or their company who possess that it factor. See, usually there are members within the organization or on the team that people just naturally flock to. And this is the thing as leader, you should see this. You should take note of this. See, the problem is many leaders who actually see this, they feel threatened by these people and they don't invest in them the way they should. See, you can actually use the elevation of that person to help inspire or motivate the entire team or the group, just given the influence and impact that they have and just given that they have the it factor. See, it is your job to prepare and develop the future. See, as I stated with level one, once you leave the title in that position, it will still be there and it will be replaced with another name. You will not be in that same position forever. And so ultimately, your name is going to be erased off that placard. See, development is a vital part of leadership. And as a leader, you will naturally become a mentor to some, not all, but to some. And so and, and just to take it a step further, and when it comes to thinking strategically, going back to level two, you should intentionally mentor some people just so you can help develop them so they can be groomed and prepared to take the organization to the next level once your time within that organization ends. Because see, when you fail to identify and develop the up and coming leaders, you miss a significant opportunity to help your organization continue to grow and really cement your legacy as a leader. Also, when you fail to identify and develop up and coming leaders, you fail them and the organization. But not only do you fail them and the organization, you also fail yourself. See, the lack of developing leaders, it's a very telling part of a leader's legacy. And so you never want someone to walk away under your leadership to say that you really didn't care about developing others. And that's where that professional development, that's where that, that leadership development, that's where all the different things, all the different areas in which you can help someone get better, even if it's just helping someone get better with managing and maintaining or creating or cultivating relationships, that's you helping them get better. Because what you'll learn as a leader, leadership is a lot about relationships and how you're able to interact with other people, whether you agree with them or disagree with them, whether they buy into you or they don't buy into you. And so just helping someone get better at whatever it is that they do, that's a that's a very fundamental part of leadership, but it's a very difficult task for some leaders to take on. And one reason is because simply they just don't know 
that that's really a part of their job description as the leader. So just to recap, as we get ready to close out level three, one, you got to make sure when you're on that inspirational level and really to maintain it so you don't fall back to level one or level two, you have to develop those relationships. And when you develop those relationships, you understand and you know a little bit more about individuals. And so when you know a little bit more about individuals, that also helps you maintain the morale, but also keep the morale high, even though everybody's not going to always be happy, but making sure that people are content and you don't lose all the positive momentum that you have going. And then you want to learn what your members want. You want to learn what they need, which again, all goes back. To relationships and again once you have those relationships and you know what makes those members tick you'll know you'll have the secret sauce to what inspires them to get things done and and as you're learning what members want and you're keeping them around high as i told you giving people offering people different opportunities to lead or take on more challenges helps with that which rolls right into that last piece of your responsibility your duty to develop other leaders not just for when you leave, but even in that moment. So if they develop so great under your leadership, under your tutelage, they can go somewhere else and they can thrive. So please don't forget the importance of relationships, but also don't forget the importance of developing others just to make them better. It helps you as well when somebody under your leadership goes off and thrives because you can look back and say, hey, I helped Ashley get better in this area. I helped Mike get better in that area and look at them thriving because that all goes a part of your leadership legacy. So thank you all for listening. That is the end of level three. Next week, we're going to talk about level four. We're entering a different realm of leadership as we get ready to go to level four. So you don't want to miss that, especially if you've been tracking with us these last three weeks. So Y'all have a great week. And as always, until next time, be the leader that your peers need to see. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you received education, engagement, or empowerment. If you did, please leave a rating, like the episode, share the episode, reach out to Tony, or all of the above. Don't forget to check out our Patreon page in the show notes to get extras as a patron of the show. So until next time, be the leader your peers need to see.